Hey there, you're listening to Synergistic Healing. I'm your host, Kristen, and today we're talking with Botan CBD co-founder Jared Martin, all about dosing. So in this episode, we answer some questions that I get asked a lot on how do we know what strength of CBD to start with, or what do the numbers on the front of the bottle mean, and how do we know how much CBD we're actually taking per dose. So Jared breaks all that down for us in this episode, so by the end, you'll know exactly what all the different numbers on your bottle of CBD oil mean. Don't forget to check the show notes because we have an exclusive Botan CBD coupon code just for Synergistic Healing listeners, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. All right, today we're talking with Jared Martin, the co-founder of BotanCBD.com. We're going to talk all about kind of dosing and what all the kind of lingo means on a bottle because I think that's one of those areas where there's a lot of confusion and people don't know how to get started necessarily or um, what any of those numbers mean. So thanks so much for joining us today, Jared. I'm really excited to have you and kind of clear up some of this confusion for people. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So I would love to hear, um, before we maybe jump into this, how did you get into the CBD industry? How did you start um, making products? Yeah, so uh, it would have been less than a year ago. I got interested in CBD oil myself personally for uh, recovery and uh, inflammation due to uh, like running and training and things like that. And I was hearing a lot of different, um, on different podcasts, people talking about it, athletes and, and people like that, uh, talking about the benefits of CBD oil. So I started researching it um, all along during this time period. I have a really good friend who uh, is, has been in the industry for quite a few years now. And so I knew some about the extraction and, and, and stuff like that from hemp and a little bit just kind of on the, in the background. Um, but we, uh, I talked with a, a, one of my other good friends who's also, he's into CrossFit, so recovery type stuff. We're always looking for advantages on how to recover faster. And uh, so we just thought, man, we have so many connections in the industry. What if we started our own uh, CBD company uh, and do it well and, and create products that we would love, uh, not just ourselves to use that we would trust, but that we would be okay with our parents, our siblings, our children, our family, uh, things like that, that we would trust. We know what's in it. Um, because that's one of the hardest things as we looked into the industry, even before we started, uh, just with the, we, we, um, with the unregulation, there's the benefits and the, the downfalls of that. So the benefits are, uh, people like us could jump in and get into it. The downfalls are people like us can jump in. Uh, so anybody can just get involved and, 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 and start something like this. So, um, as a result, we said, Hey, we don't know which companies we could trust, things like that. So. Uh, because of our connections, let's start just testing and, and, and on ourselves on on this stuff. So, one thing led to another, and uh, and and we jumped in uh, to this space, and uh, and that's how I kind of got involved. It was from a desire for myself to have these products, and uh, and and that's been one of, you know one of my favorite parts is the fact that I'm I'm testing these products out. You know, at least a month before we launch them or longer. Um, is, is just the access I have to these different uh, products. And some products we've, you know, we've tested that we never even released and decided, no, we're not going to do that. Um, so that's kind of my background to how I jumped into this and how we got involved in it and how we started Botan CBD. I love that because, you know, it's funny, actually, I would say almost every person that I ever talked to in the wellness space is because they've 
had a need for whatever that they're creating. So I think that's a pretty common thread for all of us kind of doing this health and wellness type stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think probably one of the biggest questions I see, one of the biggest things I see kind of out there floating around is that the strength of CBD. So when we see um, like 500 milligrams, 1500 milligrams, you know, all over the place, yeah. what is what does that even mean? So when something's, when a bottle says it has 500 milligrams on it, what does it mean? Yeah. So there's a couple of things to think about here. Cause when you look at the front of the bottle, you're going to have the total amount of cannabinoids CBD in that bottle that what it says on the front of the label. Then when you jump to the back on the ingredients, you're going to find out the serving size and things like that. Uh, there's something else that a lot of people don't talk about is the concentration of the uh, CBD oil before it's blended and mixed and things like that. Uh, that, that a lot of times you don't get on websites. And that's unfortunate. And we try to do our best to, to put that out there so people understand it. But when we take, uh, first of all, we don't use isolate. And I, I know some of your, you know, you've done a lot of uh, uh, information that you've shared about the difference between uh, isolate, distillate, and things like that. So we never, we never use isolate ourselves. Isolate is basically you take the CBD and you uh, extract it to the point and then you process it enough where you're extracting out everything but the CBD. Uh, and so some people are saying, well, isn't that the point? No, because when you look at CBD, that really stands for cannabinoids. And so you got a full range of cannabinoids and CBD is just one of those. Right. But when you use isolate, you've isolated down to just the CBD out of everything. And, uh, and so we always keep ours as a distillate, which is, it just means we keep ours in the form of oil. And it's a very viscous uh, material. It's thicker than honey. Uh, it's, I mean, it gets on you and you, it's, it's pretty tough to get off of you. So, um, when you look at that, you have to look at the concentration. So every distillate, every amount of, uh, of CBD oil that in the, in the raw form like that uh, has a percentage. So it can be anywhere from a lot of times you'll see out there, a lot of people are using 60 to 70%. Uh, some are getting up, you're starting to see some better. Uh, it just depends on their extraction. Um, and so our, our current batch we're using is, is a 90% distillate. So to, to help people understand the math on this, what does that even mean when they hear 90%? So every kilo, and that's how they talk about this, of distillate would have 1 million milligrams in it. So when you take that down to a gram, one gram would have a thousand uh, cannabinoids, CBD, in that gram of oil. So we're not used to kilos, grams in America, things like that. Um, but then you have to take that concentration number. So if it's 90%, that means that of every gram, you only have 900 active cannabinoids out of that thousand. So uh, what some companies uh, do, and, and I don't know which ones, uh, I can't tell you, um, either they're doing it intentionally or they're doing it just because they don't understand the science on it. They are, they are putting, for example, they're putting in the gram based on 100% when they might have an 80 to 90% concentrate. So what that basically means is they're either actively or inactively uh, putting in a lower dosage of CBD and cannabinoids in every single bottle. So if you have a bottle that has 1,000 milligrams total in it, if, if they're, if they're underdosing it that way, where they're using an, let's just say 80% concentrate, they're only putting in 800 milligrams of CBD in that whole bottle, even though they say 1000. 
And, uh, and so it can get kind of confusing if they're not uh, doing things intentionally. I, we had a supplier who are uh, one of the things we do, not only do we mix it, but then we homogenize our oil. And that means that we are making sure that we're spreading the CBD throughout all of the MCT oil, the organic MCT oil that we use. Uh, because if you just blend it, you heat it and blend it, uh, it looks like it's blended, it looks like it's mixed, but one part of that oil, say, say you know, out of a two liter batch, you know, 25% of that might have, uh, you know, 50% higher cannabinoids and you're going, but it's a liquid. How would that be? And it's just because it hasn't been spread. And so when we homogenize it, what we're doing is we're opening up that oil that we can stick the, the, the CBD throughout all of the oil evenly. And so it basically a homogenizer is a special uh, machine and a, a shaft and, and the tip is cut in a certain way that when we're uh, when we're homogenizing at certain RPMs for a certain time period, it's able to blend that fully and, and, and evenly distribute the CBD amongst all the oil. And so uh, that's, that's one of the most important things is making sure that uh, the company you're buying from is doing those steps because you could have two bottles from a company that if all they did was heat and blend the MCT and the, uh, the distillate, what you would have is two bottles sitting there side by side that both say a thousand on them and one could have 1500 and one could have 500. Um, and so you, you got to be very careful with uh, who you're buying from. That's why we say if you're buying your, your CBD oil currently off of Amazon, Amazon will not allow CBD oil that is active uh, to be sold on their, on their website. So you see a lot of hemp seed oils being sold on there as CBD. Um, or if you're buying it from a gas station, uh, I'd be very careful. Um, I, I just wouldn't buy it from there. Um, right. if you're buying, if you're, if you're paying a really cheap price for CBD, I'd be very careful because this stuff isn't cheap. I mean, our right. cost on this stuff is pretty expensive. Um, just the, the distillate because of the potency, um, you're talking in the thousands of dollars for a kilo. Um, so, and, and not just like one or $2,000, there's a lot of money that, that it takes to, uh, to, uh, for the, the processing of this stuff. Uh, so if you're, you know, I had a, I had a customer come this one time and, and she said, Hey, I bought two bottles of a thousand milligram oil for $25. And I said, uh, our cost on, on, if we were to make a thousand milligram concentration, our cost would be more than that. Um, so you should not use that. Just pitch it um, and get rid of that. Um, so when you, when you look at the bottle, if it says 500 milligrams, you want to make sure that's accurate. Um, and, and I don't know unless you trust the company or you know the company or you know someone you can talk to at the company. Um, and then on the back, when you look at the serving size, you want to be, uh, you want to look at that as well because one ml, so in a 500 milligram bottle, for example, ours, one ml, every bottle has 30 mls in it. Uh, so one ounce, uh, you know, being, being technically it's a little bit under 30 ml, but we always put 30 ml in our bottles um, so that you're getting a full 30 day serving if you're using one ml per serving. So on our 500 milligram bottles, that would be 17 active cannabinoids um, for that serving. Um, so if that helps, if that makes a little more sense. Yeah. So, you know, that outside, num that first number you see is the total bottle. Yes. The total bottle. And then you flip over the back side is going to say um, your serving size for that bottle. And then, so basically if there's 30, if you have 500 milligrams, there's 30 servings in that bottle and you're taking one mil, you would divide whatever your front number, okay. if they're not giving it to you, you would yep. divide that number by the total number of by servings. Service. But if you're taking two mils, then you're getting 15. 
because yeah. you're you're doing two doses, um, and then vice versa if you're taking half, you yeah. do it by sixty, right? So, yeah. so whatever you, your front yeah. number is, you divide it by the number of doses, and that's how many actual milligrams you're taking per dose. Yes, and and be careful too because there are some companies out there that they just really have one concentration, but they have bigger bottles. So, for example, we only sell a one-ounce tincture bottle, and that's what they're called. Um, so no matter if, if it's the 250 milligram, the 500, the 1500, or the 3000 we sell, that's all in a one-ounce bottle. So that means, technically, there's only 30 servings in every bottle if you're doing a full 1ml serving. So all of our bottles are one ounce. And so there's a big difference between our 250 milligram bottle and our 3000. So basically what that means is, as, as we go up, we're adding in more of the, the CBD distillate in the 3000 than we are in the 250. So there's still, we're, it's still mixed with our USDA organic certified uh, MCT oil. But our, you know, if you do a one ML serving of our 250 milligram oil, you're getting eight, can eight, eight milligrams of CBD. But if you do one ML serving of our 3000, you're getting 100 milligrams of, of active CBD uh, in per serving. So what we always say when sometimes people say, well, what should I buy? We say, well, if you're willing to pay the higher cost up front, it's a better deal for the 3000 because you put less oil in your mouth. And for example, say you want 25 milligrams per serving. Let's just use our 1500 and our 3000 to compare those. So Full price of our 1500 milligram oil is 129, $129. So if you're only wanting 25 milligrams per serving, you can then double that bottle of, of 1500 to 60 servings because one ml serving is 50. So you would get 60 servings out of that $129 bottle, which brings your price down to just over $2 a serving. Now, if you take our 3000 milligram bottle, it is $199 for that bottle full price. If you, if you buy that 3,000 milligram bottle for $199 and you only need 25 milligrams at a time, well, that's a quarter of a serving in that bottle. So that means you would get 120 servings out of that $199 bottle at full price. So you're going to pay less than $2 now per serving. So ultimately, it's a bigger upfront cost, but it can last you if you only need 25 milligrams it would last you 120 servings, which is quite a bit. Um, now, if you're needing 12 and a half milligrams, it, you know, now you're even, you have even more servings. So right. you're putting less oil in your mouth and things like that. Good example. Um, the, the best man at my wedding, who's my college roommate, his sister was born um, with a lot of issues, blind, deaf, some major issues where she's has been in a wheelchair her whole life. And uh, she just recently had to have her, her hips like removed. I just, uh, I've never heard of this before, but she's in a lot of pain. And they, I was on the phone with his parents and we were talking about it and they said, we need a very high concentrated oil because we have to put it in her mouth and she can't really hold things very well in her mouth. And if we have to hold this for 60 to 90 seconds, it gets really tough and we don't want her to choke and things like that. Right. So we said, well, the best thing for you to do would be the 3000 milligram oil. And, uh, and they're, they're already using it. They're seeing some great results and uh, they're, they're really enjoying uh, the, the benefits she's getting from, from the pain side of things. So, so that's kind of the understanding of that. So when you look at the front of the bottle, that's always a great thing. If it's a one, make sure it's a one ounce bottle because if it's a two ounce bottle, then you have 60 ml in that right. bottle. So you have to see what your serving is. Yeah, you have to look yeah. at this, do a little math. You can pull out a calculator if you want. But if it says, you know, if it says 500 milligrams on the front in big, bold numbers, 
that's how many total cannabinoids are in that bottle. And then you have to look at if there's uh, 30 ml or one ounce, then uh, what you have to do is divide that big number by 30 to get your uh, per serving size. And then if you're like, well, I can probably do a half, you know, a half of an ml per serving for me, then just divide it by 60. Um, but start with that number and, and start by dividing it with the total amount of mLs in the bottle, and that will give you your serving size. If it's a good company, they should have that information right in the serving size in the back. And so that's why on our website, we try to be as, as clear as possible and help people understand right away. I think it's interesting too, to kind of point out conversely, like we're talking about these higher doses, like if we were talking about like, okay, you're going to take the 25 milligrams, you're going to end up taking like a few drops out of like a 3000 milligram bottle, right? But if you're like eight grams or what uh, eight milligrams come in that 250 bottle, you're going to end up taking like four mils if you're trying to get up to the yeah, if you, if, yeah. yeah, if you're, you know, just to kind of put it into perspective, you could probably, yeah. maybe you're taking like five drops out of the 3000 milligram, you're probably taking four dropper fulls. Yeah. On a yeah, if you're, if you're wanting, you know, if you're using the 250 oil and you need, let's just say, you know, to do the math right, 32 milligrams of mm -hmm. CBD, that is going to be four ml drops. So that's, that's four full droppers. And, and so people understand the majority of what's in the bottle is MCT. Right. What, or whatever the carrier oil that people are using because the distillate is so potent that you need a very small amount in every bottle. Um, it's just that's why even the gram price of CBD is pretty expensive um, because you're, you're putting a very small amount. It's, it's like between, depending on the bottle, um, you know, it's, it's 97 to 98% in that bottle MCT oil. What costs so much money is the actual CBD. Right. Um, and that's what drives the price up on, on this, this stuff. Um, but still a lot cheaper than a lot of pharmaceutical drugs out there. Um, but you know, that's a whole nother, whole nother conversation. Right. So if we're talking, let's talk about dosing just, um, a little bit more. So typically yeah. I know like people always ask how much do I take too, right? So how do we know we're going to take eight or 25 or, you know, 12 or whatever the numbers are, um, milligrams. So I, from what I understand is a lot of times people will recommend building a dose. Is that something yeah. you guys recommend too, starting yeah, off at a yeah. lower end? And Yeah, exactly. We, we always tell someone, um, for example, I'll use myself because, of course, we test everything on ourselves because we want to make sure what, you know, what we're going to see from that. And so um, I regularly use our 1500 milligram oil morning and night. Uh, I, I switch it up. You know, recently we don't offer cinnamon, but we have a, a flavoring company who's having us test things and, and stuff like that. And so I, I had my own bottle of cinnamon that really only had one, one bottle of, and I've been testing that. But um, other than that, I normally myself use the 1500 milligram daily. Now I fluctuate. I might do a half of a serving on that. Uh, depending on how I'm feeling before I go to bed, I'll do a whole serving on that. So I'm anywhere from 25 to 50 milligrams in the morning and at night. Um, personally myself. Um, and so I, I tested our 3000 a few times. And for me, it's too much. And when I say too much, what I mean by that is I always tested it at night before I went to bed. And when I woke up the next morning, it felt like I had taken a, a Tylenol PM type product or a NyQuil or something like that. I felt kind of droggy. Um, I didn't feel like what people in the industry, I didn't feel high or anything like that. Um, but I just felt like I had taken some type like of you're too relaxed almost. <laughs> yeah, it was more like it, it felt like in the times in the past when I'm sick and I take the night. Uh, okay. When I wake up the next kind morning, it's kind of yeah, kind of foggy, just kind of like, oh, like I don't feel like I got that great rest. 
Um, when I do the 1500 milligram for me personally, um, it works great. I wake up feeling great. Um, I take it in the morning and it brings concentration and things like that. Uh, we do have customers who take the 3000 in the morning and at night, a full serving uh, for the pain and, uh, and it helps them uh, tremendously. So this is where it comes down to. It's, it's what are you dealing with personally? pain-wise right. issues. Uh, but we always recommend, even with that, even if we say, yeah, you, if you're a major chronic pain person, so you have major pain in your life, um, then we, we sometimes recommend, yeah, you probably want the 3,000 milligram bottle, but we, we still say, don't start with a full serving right away because everyone's metabolism is different. This is what makes this industry so difficult for people to recommend dosage. And this is, we've even had doctors ask us the same question, like, how do we recommend a dosage? And we're going, oh, we don't know. Right. Uh, because, you know, a 250 pound man uh, might need less than a 125 pound woman. It depends on their metabolism. It depends on, you know, so many different variables in there. What, what pain are they dealing with? So even if someone were to buy the 3000 bottle, we always say, hey, start with maybe a quarter of a dropper. So 0.25 ml. Yeah. And if you're not seeing the results you need, then start increasing it uh, from there. So that's how we always recommend it. And uh, for someone, you know, just getting in, they're not dealing with chronic pain. Maybe it's recovery from you know, uh, different sports or something like that. Um, then we'd say, you know, maybe for you, all you need is a 250. Um, it's a good entry point. It's a cheap entry point for the industry. Our, you know, our broad spectrum, uh, 250 milligram oil starts at $29 and that's before a discount. So it's, I know $29 is still a lot for some people. Right. Um, but in comparison to $199, um, it's a whole lot better of an entry point for you to at least test it and see. And, and the other issue is, you know, if you start with a 250, but you're someone who's going to need that 3000 and you're having to do four dropper fulls, MCT oil can cause stomach issues. When I say so, just bathroom issues, right? Uh, if you're not used to it now, if for some of your listeners and people who do the brain octane oil or, you know, the bulletproof coffee and they use, mm -hmm. MCT, you're doing a tablespoon probably at a time, but you probably worked up to that. If you're smart about starting a, a bulletproof coffee or something like that, you didn't just jump in at a tablespoon unless you're someone like me who just decided to try it. Um, but th th I know a lot of people who give you the recipes and things like that for Bulletproof are always saying, hey, start with a lower amount of, right. of MCT because it can cause bathroom issues. Um, and so we, you, know, that you could have the same reaction with the CBD oil if you're taking a large amount of a dose in the sense of you're doing a bunch of the dropper fools, you're getting a decent amount of MCT oil in that. And that can just be your system just pushing that out faster than you're ready for it mm -hmm. and then having issues in the bathroom. So that, that would be how we, yeah, we always encourage people to start with lower dosage and work your way up. So if someone's starting on those, one of those lower doses too, how long do you recommend kind of trying each like if you're going to try the lower dose, you're starting at, at whatever the quarter dose or whatever you're starting with, would you go for like a week and see how you feel or, or is there a time frame or you kind of, how do you play that a little bit? Yeah, I think that also depends on the issues going on. So if you're a pain person, um, you know, I, you know, different research has said it can, some people find results immediately on, on CBD and mm -hmm. some take up to 30 days. Right. Now that's, that's in totality. That's a daily usage. That's another issue with CBD oil because we all have an endocannabinoid system that we're replenishing. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so the oil works best on a daily use as opposed to a, uh, you know, I'm feeling pain today, but I don't feel pain for another week. So I'm going to do, you know, the oil today. As needed. Yeah. As needed type stuff. It's not like a Tylenol or an ibuprofen uh, in that sense or whatever. Um, 
it's it's something that it, your body works best when it gets that daily usage of the the daily dose of the CBD. Um, so, you know, if it's if it's a pain issue and you're not finding results, you know, pretty quick, I would say start upping that. I mean, it, for me, I'm I'm going to be someone who's a little more liberal for my own personal use. And so, for me, if I didn't find results day one, I would probably up it the next day. Um, if you're more conservative, maybe it is trying it for a couple of days on the same dosage and then slowly increasing as well. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be someone who goes eight milligrams and then goes, oh, I didn't work. So I'm going to try a hundred milligrams. Right. That's, that's a pretty big jump. If, if I were you, I would double it. So from eight, I would try then the 16 or 17 milligrams. And then from there, go to a 25 and then go to maybe 50 from there. And then, you know, 75 and then a hundred if you absolutely need that. So for someone who's using it for something like pain, where it could fluctuate, right? Where some days it's worse and some days you're not too bad. Would you, um, is it something you could be like, well, I usually take 25 milligrams a day, let's say, but today I'm like, seemed like, oh, maybe I'm having a flare up or I'm in more pain or I was training harder or whatever the reason is. Could you, would it work well to kind of say, well, today I'm going to take a little bit more. Maybe I'll take it twice today or something like that. Yeah, I would just, that would be something if every individual can test on themselves and, and see, um, because yeah, if your pain is more intense than normal, it probably would be beneficial. Um, this is, you know, we even have to be careful as a company recommending sure. what people take as far right. as uh, dosage, because um, your system, you know, you know, any of the research out there, no one, there's never been any research that we've read about or even heard about where someone has you know, an overdose on CBD. Um, the, the only, you know, worst case scenarios that we've heard about um, are, are people who had, you know, they have bathroom issues as a result. And, and I think it's probably large, large in part to the MCT oil or whatever the carry oil is as sure. opposed to the CBD. Now, if, if you're doing, you know, if you were to take 500 milligrams um, at one time, um, I, I'd be, I would be very cautious for someone, you know, do something like that. I would not recommend that. Um, that's why the highest we go is, you know, a hundred milligrams per serving on a 3000 bottle flare ups. That's something where I would just, you know, for every individual they can test, they can try. Um, and, uh, and, and we get people who will call us and ask like, well, how much should I use? And we're like, well, you know, you got to experiment with it, test it on yourself. And, um, we can't really tell you exactly, you know, what, what you should be or shouldn't be doing. Uh, right. Say, but we can kind of give you some recommendations. Right. Now you mentioned that you use MCT oil as your carrier in your, your products. So what is, there's, I've seen glyceroids, I've seen a lot of different uh, hemp oil, different carrier oils. So why do you guys choose MCT and kind of like, why are people choosing yeah. these different oils? Yeah. So in all of our research and everything, you're going to see the majority of companies use MCT and, and, that, and I think some companies, I don't know why other companies choose other oils. And, and I'll, I'll explain, I'll, I'll compare MCT to olive oil, to hemp seed oil, because naturally we think, well, hemp seed oil, it, you know, that's, that's the best one because it's hemp. You should use that one. But there's, there's some reasons why um, we don't. And, and I don't know if these other companies maybe blend with olive oil and hemp seed oil to differentiate, differentiate themselves. Um, but coconut oil, which that's what MCT, and we'll get into that here in a second, it, it naturally excels at a, as a carrier oil for in a number of different categories. And uh, one of the reasons is that coconut oil has little, little to no flavor at all. 
So, um, which makes it a great choice for making the tinctures, making that, uh, because if you're using the natural flavor, like what we offer, you're getting just that, that's just the hemp that you're tasting in that. Um, if you're blending it, what we offer a spearmint and a juniper lemon, you don't have the carrier oil now impacting that flavor. And the flavor is just masking really what the flavor does. It just masks the hemp flavor. We have some customers who they don't like the taste of hemp. It's a green, uh, earthy taste. Right. Um, and they, they're not used to taking natural products like that. And so they don't want that flavor. Um, another reason why MCT is, is so great is it's a, it's a thinner oil than most oils. So it's an, it's easy to dispense and measure for companies. That's another, another benefit to that, but it's a natural antifungal, it's anti-inflammatory, antibacterial properties. Um, I was just hearing someone the other day talk about grapeseed oil and some places are using it, but grapeseed can be an inflammatory. And so you're going, that wouldn't be good because one of the benefits of CBD is anti-inflammation. Well, right. if you're now using a carry oil, that 97 to 98% of that oil that you're putting in your mouth is that carrier oil and you're using an, an inflammatory oil or one that causes more inflammation, then you're counteracting the benefits of, of the CBD that you're putting in your body. However, the best part about coconut oil is the abundance of the saturated fats that you get. And particularly, really what you're looking at is the MCT, so the medium chain triglyceroids. And, and so basically what those are, it's just a smaller fat molecule that you're dealing with, which are easily absorbed into the body. Um, and so what, what benefits that is it, it absorbs through the body and gets directly into the liver is where you want that, that CBD to be accessing and getting into to dispense throughout the body. And that's, that's what you want to ha have take place. So fractionated coconut oil is simply just coconut oil, which has had the longer fat molecules removed to isolate those MCTs, those medium chain triglycerides. So for this reason, that's why we believe fractionated coconut oil is also, also known as MCT oil is one of the best carrier oils for CBD. Uh, you get more of the bioavailability as a result. So why, why not olive oil? Because olive oil is, you know, we're not cooking it. So we're not heating it up past that, that, um, that, that burning point that you start to deteriorate the olive oil. So why wouldn't olive oil? Because it's got a lot of great fat. It's got a lot of great uh, components to it, but it also has a light fruity taste. So if anyone has gotten really good quality olive oil, it has mm -hmm. a taste, which it has a flavor, bad. right? Yeah, it has a flavor, uh, which isn't bad, but um, you can really notice it in some tinctures. So especially when we're using less of our uh, CBD distillate, you're going to taste more of the olive oil. And some people are going, well, I don't just want olive oil in my mouth because that, you know, that flavor is not great. I like it in salads maybe or in stuff, but um but it's also thicker olive oil. And so it can really mess with the measuring process. Mm. And so when you're doing that, you, you got to be very careful with the, uh, the concentration of that. We have a whole system that we have put together uh, that we, we know exactly if we're making this many tinctures uh, based upon this concentration, we have the whole breakdown automatically does it for us on how much MCT oil we use to, to balance that 30 ml bottle. So when, when you're talking about olive oil, it can be more difficult because it's thicker mm -hmm. and you're having an issue there. Plus you deal with the, the monosaturated fats are the, the premier fat molecules in olive oil. And generally they're in the form of uh, oleic acid. So these larger fat molecules require more processing, which reduce the amount of CBD that actually makes it through uh, your system to actually benefit your body. So it actually, you're going to be absorbing less of the CBD as a result, and you're just kind of wasting your money because you're not, you're not getting the full benefits of that. 
some people react uh, with MCT oil. They it causes them not to uh, not to sleep very well. MCT. So my mom is an example of that. So she takes the MC the uh, CBD oil in the morning okay. or during the day, well before she's going to be going to bed. Because a lot of people recommend taking MC or CBD oil uh, before bed to help. Right. And it does, but if you react with MCT, then you know it's going to cause sleep issues. So the opposite effect of what you're trying to accomplish would be sure. things like that and recovery. Uh, hemp seed oil. So we, you know, one of the big things people I, I see this all the time on questions. You know, why don't people just use hemp seed oil because it's hemp that you would think those two would to work together? So it seems like it'd be a great carrier oil, but it's generally an inefficient carrier of CBD on its own because it must be mixed with oils with higher bioavailability, like an MCT oil. Um, another thing to think about this is they try to pass hemp seed oil as being the same as CBD oil, some companies. So you've got to be very careful of that because it's not the same thing. Um, so make sure, like I said, you're buying a product that has verified levels of CBD in it. And any reputable CBD company should clearly display the amount of CBD on their products and they should have test results to show uh, what, what's going on there. So that's kind of the, uh, uh, you know, a brief explanation and, and, and a little bit of way of brief um, on the different carrier oils and why we choose MCT and why you see the majority of the industry use MCT oil uh, just because of the thinner, uh, the better, uh, the MCT is a better form of, of the fat that gets through your body and the molecules and things like that. And it, and it just, uh, it, it's a great anti-inflammatory as well. So kind of pairing that off as well. When it comes to hemp oil, I think this is a good differentiation to make too. When we're talking about hemp oil, you can go buy hemp seed oil yeah. in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. It is not the same as the CB distillate that you're talking about. Those are two yeah. totally different products. You're yeah. not going to get uh, THC and the CBD and all that good stuff in like your hemp oil that you would like toss on a salad or yeah. drizzle on your vegetables or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that is uh, something completely different. And uh, to get the CBD distillate, there's like you know, 18 steps of the extraction from the hemp plant itself down to the distillate, and, and so it's a completely opposite thing. And uh, if you know, if I don't know the process for hemp seed oil, what what they I, go I think it's that. pressed similarly to like yeah. an olive oil, probably yeah. cold pressed. I'm yeah. guessing, yeah, that way where it's not that way for uh, the distillate. And well, the distillate's more like an essential oil, right? They're like going through the whole distillation process of oh, taking, yeah. yeah. And yeah. whereas like your hemp seed oil is something more like a coconut oil or an olive oil where they're pressing the oil out of the seeds. Yeah. And that's what's crazy. I mean, and, and, you know, to get the hemp seed oil, there's solvents that have to be used and then extracted as well. Mm -hmm. We're actually... Uh, getting ready to start using a complete solventless machine for extraction as well, which uh, no one has yet. Um, and exciting. And, and the other side is we're also uh, getting ready. We're starting to test a new machine we had developed next week uh, to completely remove the THC completely out of the distillate. Um, so right now you can, you can get it, but there's still, even in the, the broad spectrum, THC free, uh, non-detectable, there are still trace amounts of THC in it, just unless you're using an isolate. And, uh, and the, the downfall of the isolate is you're only getting the CBD cannabinoid and not the rest of the other uh, cannabinoids as well. Um, so yeah, that's a, it's a whole nother, whole nother situation. And if someone were to see, if you go to our Facebook page or our Instagram for Botan CBD, 
what you'll, you can see some videos of what distillate looks like. You can even see some of the process. We, we put some videos up, which we had to be very careful of just for legal reasons of what we put up. So it's more like a, the consistency of like a resin versus like yeah. an oil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When we say oil, that's, you know, um, it is an oil. It's an oil once we've combined it with the, with the carrier oil, right? It's more like <laughs> if it's not that viscosity when you get it. Oh man, it is, it is crazy viscous. And uh, you think of honey how viscous honey is. This is mm -hmm. like, this puts, this, this puts honey to shame on that. <laughs> yeah, and that's really interesting. A certain temperature and you have to blend it at a certain temperature, homogenize it at a certain temperature and things like that. And then it makes it even more fun when we're doing our sab stick and our creams because uh, the other ingredients we have to include to, to make those as well. So uh, it's, just a, it's just a whole process that's been fun to develop and, uh, and work through. Yeah, I bet. So you, you did touch on this a little bit earlier and I, we had some questions coming about like side effects. So you were saying, based on the research that you've looked at and stuff, there hasn't been a lot of um, really serious side effects. So if someone thinks they're experiencing side effects from it, is it more of like a, a personalized thing or if you see? Yeah. I mean, I don't, we don't have too many customers calling us with side effects. Um, mm -hmm. Well, you know, the only thing they'll say is, oh, I didn't really get much relief. And so we say, okay, increase the dosage. Like, okay, that seemed to work. That seemed to help. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when, when people tell us they've tried CBD in the past, um, what, you know, and they say it doesn't work. Usually they give us a couple of reasons. They say, well, it didn't work. And, and so our response a lot of times is, number one, you tried a company that is not a good CBD company and they're ripping you off. And so you probably didn't really have any CBD anyways, or it was so small in that amount that you thought you were getting more. So it didn't, it didn't really do anything. And then I think the other thing is they'll come in and say, well, I didn't feel anything. And I think what people are doing right now, because the industry is so, uh, it's so new to a lot of people, they're confusing it with marijuana and mm. they, are, they are related in a way where you have uh, cannabis indica and cannabis sativa. And so they're like cousins. It'd be like explaining the difference between an oak tree and a pine tree. They're both trees, but they're different. And uh, you wouldn't call them both an oak tree or both a pine tree. And so when, when you're doing CBD oil, um, it, it's opposite of, you know, when you go to the initial plant of, you know, the marijuana, you have a higher THC account and a lower CBD count, where hemp is a higher CBD count and a lower THC count. And so what, what people understand, what we try to help people understand is, no, the point of CBD oil is not that you, that you are feeling something, it's that you don't feel something. It's that you get back to the way of life you were before you had that issue in your life of pain or whatever you're dealing mm -hmm. with. And so that's why our slogan is live life well. It's that idea that the person who could not function because they were in so much pain, now they can go back to work and they can function the way they wanted to and the way they love living their life uh, because they can now function in a normal way and they're not constrained by the pain or the issues they've been dealing with. So that's the other way. I think a lot of people are confusing CBD with, because there is marijuana CBD as well and, right. and, and things like that. But what we try to help people understand is, no, if you're taking CBD to feel something, you're taking the wrong product. Because um, the point is that you are not supposed to feel something, including the pain and things like that. So right. side effects can be very personal. Um, and, it, you know, if you're taking medications for certain issues in your life, 
um, definitely talk to your doctor uh, because we don't know. I mean, that's, that's what, is it, what is crazy about the pharmaceutical industry is every time there's ingredients that you mix together, you would have to have a study to know what reactions are taking place. And when you look at all the ingredients in certain drugs, we, we don't you know. You can't test everything. Yeah, right. You can't test everything. And so you can only test at times when you mix two things together, you do a test. But then when you enter that third ingredient, you don't know what it's done to those first two ingredients now. And then right. how your body's going to react to that. And that's one of the hardest parts about this where people uh, don't understand as well. So every time you add an ingredient to something, there's got to be testing done to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And the, the problem with the hemp-based research so far is because it's been in the same category as marijuana for all these years, there hasn't been a ton of research done yet and institutions haven't been able to jump in on that. Even one of the guys serving as an advisor with us, a hemp physiologist and molecular geneticist, he said one of the things that frustrates him the most is even the, the websites that would say are good research websites on hemp are still referring back to research done on marijuana. So right. they're, not even, they're not even pointing back to the proper research. And so that's where the things are moving in the future. We're, we're trying to help advance that ourselves and we're trying to help kind of shake up that industry. And so we're, we're, we're fans of regulation. We're, we're okay with that coming in where a lot of people aren't. Um, just because it will drop out a lot of the people who aren't doing things right. On that same note, like supplements in general are not regulated. And most yeah. of the research that ends up getting done with um, what supplements and what like pharmaceuticals uh, interact happen because people have reactions, not because yeah. they pre-tested it before yep. they put it on the market. They'll say, oh, we keep noticing that people taking this medication and this supplement are having reactions. Let's go see what, if there's any correlation between it. It happens from like case studies they get and then they yeah. research it further. Not that they put everything out in the market and they have a full comprehensive list of everything that it, it yeah. reacts with. So yeah. I think that's important for people to know too. If you're taking other stuff, there's no way to really tell. I mean, always talk to your doctor if it's going to react or not there's not necessarily research on every supplement, every drug, everything and how it interacts together. Yeah. So that's why you got to be so careful as well with supplements. And there's a lot of supplements out there that have been tested that don't actually have what they claim is actually in that supplement. Right. So, you know, just in general, uh, you need to be able to trust the company you're buying from and making sure the company you're purchasing any supplement from is legitimate. So if you're just ordering CBD products off of the website or off of a website or off of Amazon, um, you know, stop. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Make sure you're buying from a company that you can trust and and uh, and and you can rely upon as well. So that's important, even when we're talking about dosing and different things. Because if you're buying a supplement, if you're buying a CBD product, you're buying anything that you're using for therapeutic reasons, and you're getting subtherapeutic doses, you're not and not, you're not seeing results. It could be because you're not getting the product you think you're getting, or you're not getting the strength of the product that you think you're getting. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, that goes across the board, you know, just when we're talking about dosing CBD, it's like any supplement. If you're not taking high quality supplements that have what they say that there is in them, then you're not yeah. going to get your dosing. You're not going to get maybe even the product you think you're taking. Yeah. Let's maybe finish up here a little bit with, we get a lot of questions on what can we take CBD for? So I know like without being super specific, um, kind of in, in general, what are some of the things that CBD has been shown to be useful for? Uh, anything pain related. Now I got to be very careful um, because, right. you know, when you, as a company, I know uh, some of the essential oil companies were getting cease and desist letters a few years back because they were making health claims. So right. we can't make any health claims. Um, but of course, because CBD is an anti-inflammatory, 
we know a lot of pain is due to inflammation. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of cancer is due to inflammation. A lot of, you know, a lot of issues is due to inflammation in our body. We, we don't understand the foods we're putting in our system, um, you know, all sorts of different things that we're putting on our body and in our body uh, cause inflammation that's causing problems. So right. anti-inflammatories are great. Now, I'm not talking about Tylenol, ibuprofen, and things like that. Those are still products that are manufactured in a lab and uh, chemicals and things like that. And it, 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 the stress they do to your gut and your liver and things like that can be pretty bad. But, you know, talking about this, you, you think about uh, the pain issues. So if you're someone who deals with pain, I would give this a shot. Um, if you're someone who's looking for recovery from working out, give this a shot, especially the topical products. There is kind of a ripple effect that happens too. Like if you can manage your pain, then what else are we doing? Like maybe it helps with tension. Maybe it's helping with sleep. Maybe it's helping with migraines. Maybe it's helping with, um, you know, nervousness or whatever. Like when people who've experienced even pain in an acute state, like you're saying from training or something like that, yeah. you know, when something's, it tenses your whole body up and then we're getting yeah. tension headaches and we're getting, it's a whole snowball effect. So if you can kind of relieve one of those things, it could snowball into other things yeah. as well. And, and, you know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, we're not making any claims, like you said, but yeah. Yeah. there, when you, when you can manage some pain symptoms as well, it could, it can ripple out to other, other areas too. And whether it's yeah. actually doing anything for your anxiety or your tension or whatever, or it's just helping you relieve the pain. So you don't feel so tense. It could go could go both ways, yeah. which I think is, is kind of a, you know, cool thing too, because it's not, nothing's ever just one thing. It's all connected. So if we can, if we can get some relief in one area, we generally see relief in other areas as well. Well, we know inflammation is so rampant in our systems and inflammation causes so many problems in our bodies that if the inflammation is going down, then you're, you might find relief in multiple ways. Right. Like you said, um, for example, we, we have two customers I know of for sure that have, have taken our 3000 milligram oil that normally you'd put in your mouth, but they have sciatica issues, sciatica nerve issues where they've taken our oil that you would normally put in your mouth and they have put on their hand and they've rubbed it right on that area of pain and the pain goes away. So, um, you know, there's, you can apply our, our oil as well, topically, um, mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons why we came out with it. We're coming out with the cream and we have the salve is because you're putting an oil on your body. So, you know, it's going to sit there and mm -hmm. it's not going to absorb as well where our cream uh, absorbs really well. The salve does. The salve has beeswax in it. So um, it's going to sit. A little, little staying bit. power. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas our cream really absorbs quickly and the medicinal smell that we have, it really fades pretty rapidly where it's not like an icy hot where you're going to smell like that product all day long. We walk right. through and people are like, man, what? Who, who Where's that icy hat coming from? Everybody knows the smell of icy hat. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you can, yeah. Cause that's some of the people we tested that, that cream initially they put on, they're like, Oh, it smells like icy hot. And then they come back to like, within a few minutes, that smell is gone. So like I could wear this into work. I could put this on after I work out before I go on a date, you know, cause that was someone right. was like, well, I've been with this on before I went on a date after I worked out. Cause I would smell <laughs> like that. And we're like, we'll try it and see what you think. And he's like, Oh no, I, I could definitely do that now. So yeah like you're saying, you can use it for things like training or other things besides like some really, some of the, you know, more serious issues, but there are benefits as well. If you're someone who's training for a marathon or if you are doing like heavy, intense workouts, there are other benefits kind of that you can use it for as well. Not serious chronic conditions that are yeah. like debilitating. Yeah, we, we have, uh, so my other co-founder, he has a relative who struggles from like intense anxiety. Like, I mean, 
the type that you're taking a lot of medication for, and not just like I'm an anxious person, but like I'm in debilitating uh, anxiety. And and so, especially when she would fly, mm-hmm. I guess she has to fly a decent amount. And I mean, to the point that it just like it sets her off. And so she's a user of, of our product and she talks about, just, she raves about the benefits she finds with the anxiety issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that anxiety, stress are, are just rampant in this country. I mean, you just, you, you listen to people talk about it. Everyone's anxious, everyone's stressed. Um, right. And, and so you can find benefits from that as well with, with CBD products mm-hmm. um, as well, the oil. Uh, just all the, the benefits you get from that as well, the calming effect. So Sure. Yeah. And then when you're talking about, I want to go back to your, you're saying your topical products versus internal products. Yeah. So I know a lot of companies will use the isolate, right? For the topical stuff. And so you use the same exact product yeah. in your, yeah. in your topical and uh, your internal Yeah, stuff. yeah. We don't use the isolate in anything. Um, it's, I think one of the benefits why companies like to use isolate is because it's so controlled. Uh, sure. It's a powder. Uh, it's very easy to measure, very easy to use. I mean, it's it's a process. probably consistent because yeah, it's so it's processed. Very, very consistent. Where you know, every time we're having to make sure we put into our our calculator that we use the concentration of our distillate, we have to heat it up, we have to measure it out and weigh it. Um, it's just, I mean, it is a messy process, sure. and uh, but one that we go go through because we know the benefits that people can have as a result of using and keeping that distillate in that form. Um, that's why we use that. So yeah, we use our distillate um, in our cream that we'll be releasing and our salve as well. And, uh, and, and we don't use an isolate at this point. You know, they isolate out chemicals all the time to make pharmaceuticals, right? But then they sometimes find that they're not as effective when they isolate what they think the active component is because there's some other minute amounts of other chemicals that are working together to like help create the effects that are happening in that, in that product. Yeah. And you see that a lot with all plant matter, the, yeah, the I mean, whole plant's going to be more diverse. Yeah. You have a lot of people and I've seen the research on this where they take a vitamin D supplement all the time, vitamin D3. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the issues with that is you're, if you're actually not getting out in the sun, the sun activates that, but as well, the vitamin D3 does not work as well unless you're taking it with a K2. Right. And there's that blend where like even pharmacists, I've brought this up to a pharmacy and they were like, what? Like, we've never done that before. Mix that. In. And so there's just a lot of information out there that people don't understand unless you're doing the right. research yourself. Right. And figuring out that when you put things together, they have a more of a, a potent uh, effect than if you're taking them by themselves or like you right. said, isolate something down. All you're getting is a CBD. I, I'm excited to see where it goes because preliminary, right? It's promising for a lot of things, which yeah. is exciting because it, it's such a, I don't want to say readily available crop, but it's like so renewable that it's, it's, and yeah. it's, it's kind of a cool thing to see where it's going. I know it's kind of, it's not like brand new, but like you said earlier, a lot of the research does contain THC. So it'll be exciting to see as more and more of these products get made, what else comes out um, in terms of like usage. But, yeah. you know, people themselves are seeing uh, that's why I, I actually started getting into talking about CBD because I I was like, gosh, there's not a lot out there, right? But people, the the like experiential evidence that's coming out of people using it and whether it's, you know, whatever it's from um, has been really promising and interesting and I would get tons of questions on it. So it was kind of like one of those things where like, I got to learn more now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, gosh, I think we've packed this full. I think, I hope people understand dosing a little better now after this and kind of like the things that that they need to look for when they're looking for um, 
on the packaging, like how to differentiate those. Cause I do know that that whole like 500, this, the strength things is a big like catch up for people. I see, yeah. you know, I get a lot of questions on that. Like what strength do I start with? Um, how often do I take it? All that stuff is part that nobody's talking about. Like everybody wants to talk about like CBD helps with all this pain and all this different stuff, but nobody's like, well, how do I actually take it? And there's not a lot of information about that. So I think this would be really helpful for people. And I really, you know, appreciate you taking the time to, um, help educate people on, on this part of it because it's super important. Because if we don't know how to take it, people aren't going to take it, either take it properly or at all. Yeah, and that's one of our big things. Uh, one of our major goals as a company is to educate people. Um, cool. And I do have to say, I love your website. You go right on there. The picture on your website will say like, hey, this is your 500 milligram bottle and you're getting... Yeah. yeah, 500 and you're getting eight milligrams. Is that correct? Is that the right one or is that the 250? 250 is a 250. Okay. Yeah. So I like though that you have, you have the little dropper on there, like here's how much you have to take to get this much. And yeah. so it makes it very clear for people where it is not clear always, like you were saying, and sometimes contra contradicting on one side to the other, like what am I actually taking here? Yeah. That's why we, we encourage everyone. If you're on a bunch of medications for different issues, please talk to your doctor Yes. Um, first or, you know, don't, don't start getting off of, if you're on antidepressants and you start taking this, don't just pull yourself off. Talk to your doctor about getting on yes. a plan to start getting off of those because, you know, I've, I've heard of people they're taking, you know, between eight and 11 different antidepressants. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, if you, you got to remember your body has adapted to those those chemicals, those drugs that you're taking. And so if you were to remove yourself, that can cause your body to just go in all sorts of crazy ways. And so, if you're doing those types of transitions too, off of any medication, yes. trying to do, you should be monitored the entire time. Yes. It's not something you either yes. quit cold turkey or you like just decide I'm going to throw this in. And so that's a, like a super important point I want to make, like always be completely honest with your, with your doctor about what you're actually taking. Yeah. And then don't just like, you know, make sure you're being monitored if you're trying to switch to different, different yeah, modalities. Let's, let's not confuse going cold turkey on soft drinks or pop <laughs> and cold turkey off of medications that have been prescribed for an issue in your life. Right. Um, if your doctor doesn't have, like, I would encourage if your doctor has not done, already been doing research on CBD, at least give you, if, they, if their response is, well, CBD is terrible and I haven't done any research on it and it's not, like, you might want to find a different doctor mm -hmm. as well because you want to be going to... Uh, uh, physicians and people in the field that have been educated in this area that they continue their education as well, even if that's self-education, them doing the research. And, uh, and so if they're just not doing the research on this, you know, maybe, maybe find a different doctor who, who has and can help you through this. But yes, please, if you're taking a bunch of medications, don't just quit those things because you're like, well, I'm taking CBD now, so it's going to work. Um, no, please go to your doctor and say, hey, I want to start I'm taking CBD oil now or, or these things and I want to start getting off of certain medications. What should I start first? And, and if it's a good doctor, they will, they will set up a plan for you and they yeah. will help you through that. That might mean you go back every couple of weeks, maybe more frequently so they can monitor you. Maybe they need to do more blood work. Maybe they need to make sure things are elevating, but uh, just be very careful and don't just, yeah, don't just quit. We're not talking about quitting, you know, eating junk food, cold right. turkey or, or pop or something like that. We're talking about, you know, drugs that your body have adapted to and are relying upon now. So if, if you all of a sudden quit cold turkey on something, it can cause people to, to uh, all of a sudden their thinking can be really bad or, or, you know, just all of a sudden go downhill really quick. So just be very careful. Right. Yeah. I think that's a, a great point to make too, to kind of finish this off. Everything we're talking about, always talk to your doctor first yeah. before you start anything. When you're making any changes, talk to your doctor and if they clear you, then yeah, we'll, 
you know, we'll help you out and we'll yeah. sell you as many products as you want. Yeah. Awesome. So botancbd.com is where people can find you if they're interested in learning more about your products or they have a specific question for you guys. And like you said, you're always, you have the chat box. You're always willing to answer questions for anybody who has them about the product. So if anybody has any more specific questions about dosing or what product might be the best to start with, um, they can definitely get a hold of you at, on your website. Yes, that would be, uh, that would be great. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. You can, you know, you can email me and and if you want to put in the show notes, my email, um, they can do that as well. And, uh, we'd be happy to talk with anyone about this. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Synergistic Healing. If you liked it, be sure to rate it and share it with anybody who you think might benefit from it. You can find me at kristinbango.com where you'll learn more about natural health and our natural health group, Synergistic Healing. Until next time.